This is Channel 253. Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. We, we fly, fly Alaska. Alaska. Book your next flight on alaskaair.com. One, two, two. Interchangeable. White Ladies. Welcome to the Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast. I'm Hope. I'm Annie. Today's essential question uh, is really a part two from last week's episode. Who made 2018 a little brighter and did their part to keep the BS at bay? This episode is brought to you by the educators who survived the time between Thanksgiving and winter break. Every elementary school teacher planning five different craftivity stations so they aren't drive- driven to drink. Every middle school teacher peeling their powder sugar-coated darlings off the ceiling. Every high school teacher using candy canes for bribery. And every college professor sipping on eggnog because they're on quarters instead of semesters, which is in no way embittering to the rest of us, emit a powerful glow. Maybe it's sweat from jogging to the copy machine between class periods, the eighth cup of coffee causing a simultaneous feeling of invincibility and euphoria, or the loose glitter that seems to be multiplying by the minute. Or maybe, just maybe, it's the love for the work that lights the path to winter break, even when it's getting dark by 3.30 p.m. Educators, we salute you. So today's episode is part two, so about, <laughs> it's part two, naughty or nice. And yeah. so last time we met, we had uh, the lovely Katie Evans. We did. Holiday hero as part of our episode. Hello, and Katie. And somehow by some hey. strike of, stroke of luck, we got her back. At 9.30 in the morning, which was funny. <laughs> I definitely woke up and was like, oh, we're going to try to do this at 9 a.m. I'm awake. We're doing it. <laughs> I did it. We're doing uh, it live. Yeah, we had such a good time. And we were yeah. we realized, you know, we were giving out so much coal that we should probably focus on some of the positive as yeah. well. Because there's been some great things that have happened this year. Absolutely. In the midst Naughty of the darkness. and nice. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to distribute cookies today. Hmm. Holiday cookies. <laughs> but before we do... Um, we was, we wanted to I was thinking about the positive things about the holidays after our conversation last time and we we had some follow-up questions um, about about just things about the holidays that you enjoy maybe that are nostalgic and we can kind of chat about those before we distribute our cookies mm. so speaking of cookies favorite holiday food holiday hero what do you think is ultimate holiday food this time of year okay so. Uh, I do a lot of stuff for, like, we have a lot of food traditions, and we morph occasionally through the years. Um, mm-hmm. But Christmas night, we make $100 mac and cheese, oh. which means we go and buy, like, crappy cheese, but then also a lot of fancy cheese. Like Gruyere or whatever the cheese is I can't well, ever pronounce. You know, the, <laughs> Gruyere. We go to the, the fancy cheese well, counter, uh, and we're like, this right. looks like it will melt. Triple and then applied Gruyere. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then we bring them all together with wow. our noodles. $100 Mac. Cheese So harmony. what kind of noodles do you use in that? Oh, gosh. Is that where you're like Dollar Tree noodles, or you're like... <laughs> <laughs> right. Penne, um, I think I'm gonna go. Noodles. We're gonna go with no. Get him at Williams Sonoma. Hundred dollar noodles. Hundred dollar noodles and you know dollar store cheese. Ooh, yeah. that would be odd yeah. as well. Yeah. It probably would taste like cardboard. Probably. I think I'm gonna go with like a corkscrew style. Oh, okay. They hold, um, they hold the most cheese. There you go. In the grooves. Right. Yeah. Mm. Although the elbow mac, because then you just tuck I in the know, cheese. Classic. <laughs> tuck it in. That's tuck classic. In. <laughs> so, so we do $100 mac, so all the cheese. And That's then great. we also do vegan lasagna. That's awesome. Just have all the noodles. <laughs> so many and noodles. I homemade 
eggnog, like real. Oh, yeah. Real you mentioned that last time. So it's the Martha Stewart recipe, right? Where yeah. it's like got like a bunch of rye. <laughs> so it's public, it. this recipe? Yep. Or oh, is yeah. It little, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a holiday classic. All right, it's public, it. and you can watch her make it. I think it's from early 2000s or late 90s, mm. and it is one of my favorite it's holiday videos. probably got some good videos. eye makeup. It's before she went nice to color. jail. So. Pre-jail, yeah. and she's just doing the like, and then you add three cups of bourbon, and she just tips it over. like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, or the whole bottle. As she's okay. looking into the camera, happy yep. holidays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, so yeah, those are part of it. We do the Chinese food scenario as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Favorite That's Chinese like... food to eat during the holidays? Oh, so one of our local spots here, we do not have a lot of Chinese food restaurants, which uh, we could get into later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Tacoma method, it's a whole thing. Um, mm, shame. Where's yeah. my shame bell right oh, now? Yeah. Oh, there just, we go. There you go, shame jingle bells. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so at one point in our history here in Tacoma, um, all of the Chinese people were kicked out very specifically and aggressively. Yep. Our Chinatown was decimated. Um, and Hashtag it wasn't just white us, supremacy. But we, uh, it was actually called the Tacoma method the way yeah. that... Anyway, so we put them on trains and we're like, bye, yep. bye. Yeah. Just send them. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, friend of mine made a play of it. So mm. it's called the Tacoma Method. OK. Anyway, uh, sad, horrible scenario, which means now there's like two Chinese food restaurants yeah. in town. So uh, Tacoma Szechuan uh, oh, down yeah. in South Tacoma, um, they do a hand shaved chow mein noodle. Oh, I've never had oh. that there. Oh. Yeah, eat it. I eat there all the time and I've not had that. So. Wow. And you have to know that they do it. So so if you oh, say, can like I get the chow mein? Like you get the chow mein and then you ask for the hand-shaved noodles. Yeah. Can you get the fancy noodles? Yeah. Yeah. I want wow. that. It sounds really good. I, I'm wondering, because I know for my holiday food, like Christmas in particular, dinner, that my parents always made paella. Mm. For Christmas, which was like see like a just like a bucket of seafood soup that was just amazing. It's a and super I, good idea. It's yeah, it is, and it's um delicious and like amazing. And I you know I don't do it anymore because the I don't eat seafood, but because um, the shrimp in there, yeah, because <laughs> the shrimp and stuff. Um, we decided this year we were gonna do uh, breakfast for dinner mm. for Christmas, which is extremely fun. I know I'm super excited. Oh my god, like, I haven't had breakfast yet. We're having a lot of good ideas. Yeah, super good ideas. <laughs> I was wondering about like about childhood foods. Like, did you always have hundred dollar mac and cheese on Christmas when you were a kid, or no. did you? What did you do when you were a kiddo? Um, yeah, those are a lot of my chosen family traditions. Of course, um, yeah. As a kid, gosh, okay. So I think we would do uh, the ham Yorkshire pudding scenario for oh, Christmas. Okay. Pretty we were not a, Yeah, we were not a turkey on Christmas family. Okay. We were like, turkeys for Thanksgiving. You know, I know a lot ham of people are, who are ham, ham on Christmas people. Turkey Thanksgiving, ham on Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is yeah. it a meat? Is it on sale? Oh, we're yeah. having that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was hanging out with a friend of mine, and she was like, oh, I'm going to go to H Mart and pick up a duck because I'm going to make duck, duck confit mm. tonight. And I was oh, like, wow. who the, what? And, she's, oh, yeah. and I was like, for an event? And she's like, no, I just like just having it dinner. around. Wow. She's a person who just like makes duck comfy wow. and then has it around. Wow, like that's just a in, like inspirational life, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I know. As, yeah, yeah, it's asp- very aspirational. Yeah, there I, you go. I was thinking about um, that recently because I saw about duck because I saw someone use duck fat in a recipe and I I thought like if I wasn't vegan that would be amazing. Um, it's really good. And that's so I wanted to get confirmation from from non vegans. Yeah, that yeah. It's to come people if you haven't been to Enrama and know they didn't pay me for this ad, but uh, <laughs> they do a lot of interesting things with duck fat and I've really enjoyed like the cocktails there with duck fat and oh, wow. various items. I saw on William Sonoma 
I shouldn't be on Williams Sonoma ever because of the hundred dollar noodles. But I was on their basic. website. Yeah. <laughs> Super they basic. Are doing it. Um, I have a Williams Sonoma credit card. Oh no! Oh, okay. yeah. Shame on it. Shame on this. I can't. Sh- I can't no, now. I can't even shake my belt because two, there's two thirds of us who are who are down with Williams Sonoma. <laughs> I saw yesterday, and, and everybody was jumping okay, on the cliff. This is Annie, gonna make hope. This is gonna too? make it so much worse Ready? for hope. Are you ready? Oh, I saw on sale yesterday a cocktail smoker, which <laughs> is like hell? a small smoker <gasps> oh, box for making like smoked cocktails. Oh, I don't infusing, like, it's like box. infusing like a smoke flavor smoke into the liquid smoke into your cocktail. You put I liquid, have liquid smoke in my cabinet. I just pour that. <laughs> just put it in your perfect <laughs> cocktail. Oh my god. <laughs> This is Doug's in the back shaking his head. And so good. By the way, I feel like we also need to describe the setting today. You know, last time we met (laughs) um, in our previous episode, (laughs) we had some really delicious soy non cocktails. We did. And right now, we have some really great ambiance with this cute little lighted tree that Katie brought. And an ornament from the street. Oh, <laughs> you want to yeah. tell us about this adopted well, we ornament? We had kind here. of a, a windstorm last night. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, it was windy. Yeah. So as I was walking the, <coughs> for me, very confusing six blocks to get here. We were joking before you got here that this neighborhood's like an energy vortex where like you just walk into it and you get turned around. And you're like, where am I? Like the Bermuda mm-hmm. Triangle. So yeah, as I was walking down the street. Uh, covered in holiday cheer, personally. It was also <laughs> scattered about the street. Yeah, so. Katie's wearing a fantastic red uh, sweater. It's really good. That also says the Grand Cinema. Is that elephants on there? Yeah. And super snowflakes. Cute. Yeah. yeah. Super cute. And then she also has these wonderful antlers that you've um, kind of added. That I modded. Yeah. Yeah. So Got great. them from the uh, children's section at Target. Yep. They're super We're also cute. eating some delicious cookies in a really cute yes. little uh, holiday tin. That's a really good tin. <clears throat> So we're holidaying it up here. Um, so speaking of cookies, favorite cookies. holiday desserts? Um, I got to go with like the full assorted Christmas cookie platter, mm-hmm. just like the tray. Although I also like a trifle. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Those are pretty, too. Yeah, they're cute. Are really you got to get that, yeah, that big, the layers. Talking that's William the layers. Sonoma, mm. you got to get that big glass. <laughs> hey, William Sonoma has multiple sizes of the trifle dish. Yeah. Doug, I feel like <laughs> this is a good time to pop in. Favorite holiday. They have a trifle dish section. Dessert. Of course they I imagine you have an opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, my mom is uh, Norwegian, so oh, yeah. um, she makes a yulekaka, which is a, a yule cake, which is kind of like a... What's the, what's, the Itali- what's the Italian cake with the, with the, the candied fruit and stuff in it? Um, Fruitcake? Pen- oh, I know Penetone? what you're talking about. Yeah. Fruitcake. It's like that, but it's the Norwegian version, so it has... It has cardamom in it, oh. and then she makes a couple other things. And she's aged now, but she still makes the yulekaka. So oh, on a, that's, that's, awesome. that's Christmas morning is yulekaka morning. You yeah. toast it, put a lot of butter yeah. on it. Very that's good. cool. My that's awesome. uncle has his own very very specific, very um, boozy fruitcake that he makes mm. oh, and that cool. he sends to his friends. Um, and as I age, fruitcake, the... Uh, the appreciation, I don't want to eat a lot of it, but I'll have a, <laughs> like I'll a little have bite. A, be like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Ish. A little, little taste. Uh, yeah, I was, Pinterest this time of year is all, oh, is yes. all um, the Yule log, like Here. Swiss rolls. Cacassity is happening. You can cut it with a butter William knife. Sonoma. William Sonoma. Pinterest. I just think Pinterest. Yule log just sounds also terrible. It does. I mean, maybe this but, is the middle you school. Know, can you, do you know what I'm talking about? Like a log? The Swiss roll, like log. Yeah. They're super cool, but like, they're so hard to make because they fall apart. And so, I, my oh. my ch- preferred childhood 
My mom would always, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, would make a lot of fudge to give oh, away God, as, like, yes. gifts and, like, tins, which was so sweet and, like, wonderful. and Literally. Literally so sweet. <laughs> just, like, all the sugar. Um, but I would always, after she was done, because it was, like, the miracle microwave fudge that you would make with the, the Jet Puff, like, marshmallow puff. Um, you know what I'm talking about? We're getting, um, like, so far yeah. from veganism. Oh, yeah. No. You can make it with, with vegan marshmallow fluff but it's just Wait, not what? the same there's vegan, mar- vegan marshmallow fluff it's a thing okay, it's called rice mellow but you make oh, the well, that you, bad. basically yeah, you take and the, i feel like you spent like 25 and you're it's like if you it's like two it bucks microwave, it tastes the same <laughs> i do love same. those uh like the vegan marshmallows just, yeah so good. good the dandies and trader joe's are accidentally vegan for the holidays <gasps> you guys i don't know if you knew that <gasps> nice. they are um but the we used to make the microwave fudge and my mom would give me the big pyrex when it was when she was done scraping it out into the pan and so it have the leftover like fudge smear and i think she would Sometimes leave extra in there for me, mm. and she'd just hand it to me with a spoon. She'd be like, "Scrape it out." And mom's so nice. I know Fudge my mom's the best. Sounds like something else. But <laughs> yum! It oh does. my god. Sometimes yeah. if I'm feeling like homemakery all during the holidays, all you know, I, I'm like, oh, I should be cooking something, and then I'm like, I don't sure. feel like making cookies for anybody because I, you know, I'm like, I want, I don't want to eat them all myself, right? If I right. bake them, then yeah. I'll eat them all, or yeah. I have to give yeah. them to my neighbors. Yeah. But occasionally I'll make cinnamon rolls, and so oh, I have like this uh, book cookbook for my grandma, and it has you know more traditional Classic. kinds of things. The hard part about it is. Um, one, the pages are falling apart, so you have to be careful. But, but then, two, all the measurements are a little bit weird. And I can't oh. think of a specific example, but I remember like the last time I used Like seven eighths of a it. cup or something? Yeah, or like they're just not um, measurements we use. Yeah, yeah, they're just stuff it's that weird. you don't use anymore. Yeah. You're like, you know, a partial cube of this thing. And you're like, what's a partial cube? How do you? What, what is that what thing? Is that what translate what are you to? You don't yeah. have to like Google partial it to go back. Partial cube of bullion or something. You're like, like pinches, how big of partial cubes? How big of a partial cube are we talking about? How big of a cube are we talking about? Exactly. Do you ever have divinity at the holidays? Yes. Oh my gosh. Weird. Do you know what divinity is? Mm, what is oh it? my gosh. It's Very so weird. weird. It's like, <laughs> it's like. What is it made out of? It looks like bleached fudge. It's like, yeah. and it's usually like pastel colors uh-huh. and it has walnuts in it. It's so weird. Doug, do you know what I'm talking about? It's like crusty meringue. Yeah, it's like crusty yeah. meringue. Oh. It's, I mean, it's good, but it, like you can have one piece and you're done because you need to go to the dentist. Like it's so <laughs> sweet. It's like, pow- it's, well, it's made with powdered sugar instead of like regular mm, sugar. And so it's yeah. like That's that powdered sugar. And gets egg whites, deep in I think. Cavities. I think it yeah, actually yeah. is and egg whites. Yep. You give it the yeah. meringue. Yeah. 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 yeah, it makes it also, fluffy. Divinity. Why would we name Why it that? Why would you call it that? <laughs> I always thought that was dumb. Even when I was a kid, I'm like, why? Divinity? It's like this a cloud. It's like... it's like a cloud. It's yeah. Like, it's uh, holiness. You just experience a different world. Yeah. It's transcendent. It. There you Pastel. go. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Crusty. Marin. One of the things I, lo- I do love about the holidays <laughs> is I love how people can bring in all the different traditions. So oh, yeah. um, I think part of why like I'm I'm trying to remember you know things from my grandma here, but also just growing up in the Philippines, like you just do the traditional foods are like just better versions of like regular food too. And yeah. so I think about all of the different versions of ponce we'll get around the holidays. Oh, oh yeah, um, nice. like noche buena, which is a Spanish tradition, right? And I I know yeah. a bunch of the colonized countries that <laughs> use it yeah. too. So the night before Christmas, where one stays up and you cook and then you eat at like midnight. Yeah, um, and all my friends would do that my parents you know were like we're from america so we only stay till like 11 <laughs> dang it gotta go home um no so i remember partaking that of that a little bit that's yeah. Awesome. yeah it's so fun that's that great kind of, i love that stuff and students this year have been talking a lot about like their families making tamales together or like <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. you that's know awesome. just this different stuff that they're making yeah it's such a perfect time of year for that absolutely and i to your point i keep thinking about since the last time we talked um on the other episode just to your point about like how it's literally dark outside and so we have these traditions to help bring a little bit of light and a little bit of hope mm-hmm. and for some reason i don't know that's really resonating with me this year mm-hmm. thinking yeah. about it i really felt i felt that after you said that mm-hmm. like i've been thinking about it a lot yeah same 
That's one of, the one of my absurd theories about snow. Like, oh, snow's here because um, it's really dark, and now there's white stuff on the ground. And, and it reflects it, the sunlight like slightly brighter. And it feels a little bit better. Not gloomy. That's why snow. That's why snow. <laughs> Do either of you That's have awesome. a best holiday craft that you either created and produced somewhere along your mm. wonderful years of life or that you really enjoy making every year? Mm. I got to say, the classic... You ever see the the classic kid craft, which is like the the face of the reindeer is um is you put paint on your foot and then you put it on construction paper and then you do your then you we know I you never know heard about this. Craft. Katie's like I'm foot, about to do this now. Craft. Okay, <laughs> so it's good for little kids. I mean, you can do it if you're an adult, but it's it, it's really for children. Um, so basically, you you, you roll paint on the bottom of your foot and then you put it on construction paper and then you paint a red nose on where the heel goes oh. and then you do your oh. hands with brown like antlers. Oh, and then I you see then it. you draw then you draw Christmas lights on it and I then feel like you I've say it's on Pinterest and, and then you say Merry Christmas, Mom or Dad or whatever or you know brother sister or whoever you're going to give it to and then they put it on their fridge and then they recycle it when it gets to be after Christmas you you have to next year your holiday card just made your foot and your honestly it's like it's really it's really like the variation of like hand turkey you know like for Thanksgiving I love the little and I used to get into this before like in college or you know late high school um, the cute little um, Ziploc bags of like Mm. marshmallows and you're like oh look snowman poop and there's like a little poem right (laughs) or like the little ones of like craisins or whatever oh Doug pulled up a picture of the the, oh oh, yeah oh my gosh yeah just like that (laughs) the foot antler thing yeah Oh, that's weird. Awesome. We'll we'll put that in the show. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty weird. I, well, the one yeah. that that's supposed to be like reindeer poop. So what is it? It's not raisins, but chocolate covered whatever. Yeah, chocolate covered raisins. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I think we should go with chocolate covered espresso beans. Oh yeah, well that's we were more talking delicious. off mic yeah. about how jumpy yeah. reindeer are. Yeah, so. they jump really high because they are extremely caffeinated. I you have to be to fly. Um, I was also thinking about. Oh, we make a Christmas ornament every year at my house. And so I have all the the yearly Christmas ornaments for the last like 8 years. And um since I, you know, been with my wife and we had um one one of the first ones we made was the melted snowman Christmas ornament where you get wow. a clear glass or clear plastic globe and then you fill it with salt. Well, like about halfway up and then you make out of clay like the the little carrot nose and the little coal eyes and the little buttons out of clay and then make sure you col- you paint them the right colors and then you get a few little twigs um, usually like grapevine twigs like are good mm. like let them dry out and then stick them in there so it looks like it's little arms and it looks like it melted. <laughs> Inside the adorable. One year, about so a whole cute. bunch of clear. Um, I actually just got rid of them recently, like last week on um, offer up or don't buy nothing. I just gave them away. Yeah. I had about all these clear ornaments, and I was like, I'm gonna make ornaments for my friends and for our tree. So yeah. I put all this time. I like sure. bought all this stuff. Oh, yeah. I like mod podge some of them and yeah. filled other ones and did all this cute stuff. And then I gave them to my friends, and all my friends were like, "What is this?" <laughs> it was a few years ago, and so then. I, so I, I feel like I feel like Katie. So no, like Katie, like, Katie, 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 Katie made you forty <laughs> ornaments, and, <laughs> and, <I was> like, <gasps> and then over the years, and then I was like, and then I just had these extra ones, so I just got rid of them because I was like, well, I'm not putting them like up. I'm not giving them away to anybody anymore. When you were just describing anymore. that, Katie and I just looked at each other like, I want one. Why yeah. we have them? What? I should have, I'll, I'll make some for you next year, maybe. What? I shouldn't. I should go back to that lady from Buy Nothing. Give me back my empty ornaments. I want ornaments. my empty just ornaments, kidding. please. So classic crafts. Yeah, snowflakes. Of course. Mm, you oh, yeah. Snowflakes. I've gotten really good at them this year. I've got, I got a new I'm folding so technique. Bad. That's. Ooh. I got to show you. It's really good. Popcorn balls. Oh, oh, oh yeah. 
yeah, popcorn balls. Actually, speaking of traditions, my mom used to do that. Even I remember that in the Philippines and then here in the States, yeah. too. She would make, we would make popcorn balls. Yeah. So she would do it and we'd all like <laughs> get our dirty yeah. hands on it, like green and red. That's and awesome. Good. Yeah, and just like the, stuff your face. The, pa- the paper strip garlands where you cut the strips of paper and connect them like a chain, the paper yeah. chain. <laughs> and you tear them off when it gets clean. Do you, do you ever make an advent calendar if you were mm-hmm. like, yeah. So my mom like used to buy used us to the cheap one. ones with like the you know the like plastic candy inside like the really <laughs> crappy waxy chocolate. Like very pale. Yeah. yeah. I also secretly wish that I was really good at sewing, and so my mom's really good at sewing, and so probably when I was like twenty one or something, twenty two. I got one of those like basic sewing machines. And yeah. so as I've gotten older, and the other thing my mom would always do is she would sew us little stockings like wherever we were. So every year we'd sure. get up and there'd be like these cute little, so some are really tiny, That's some so are big, puffy paint, like all of our names were written on it. Really just cute little traditions. Yeah. And so when I became adult, I was like, I'm going to do this. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. And especially right after I got married, I was like, I'm trying to be a good wife. And so <laughs> I like, tried to sew these stockings and they were the so misshaped. Aww. I really love the the. <laughs> very specific holiday genre that is hope fails. <laughs> oh my gosh. So holiday crafts. Or hope, hope, oh trying, no. hope trying to cre- recreate missionary traditions from her childhood and they just don't go well. I totally made Nate nice talking and he was so nice. He was like, thanks dear. And I'm oh, like, babe, this is so great. Ugly. Oh, they're great. It's like a meta mockumentary YouTube series yeah. where it's just like <laughs> growing totally. up a child of missionary parents. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, missionary oh moms. Gosh. It's like a whole. That's a whole yeah. thing. Well, and then yeah. you know, my mom's from the era of like you make everything, you make right? And so yeah. she was, you know, she grew up military and Catholic, and, and she's so also you just like, did everything. Yeah, and really <laughs> resourceful because yeah, you were living abroad and like yeah, moving a lot. Bread. And, yeah, she make anything. Thank yeah. You. That's incredible. Anything. Well, is it time to distribute cookies? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and uh, then we'll come back. This is Amanda Westbrook, host of the sister podcast, We Are Tacoma. Channel 253 is sponsored by Pacific Lutheran University. PLU probably doesn't need an introduction. They've been a part of the Tacoma community since 1890. Maybe your kids went there. Hey, maybe you went there. Go Lutes. But if you're thinking about revamping your career or launching a second career, have you thought about PLU for a master's program? PLU offers a dozen master's degrees and postgraduate certificates. And get this, some of them can be completed in as little as nine months. Get your master's in education and become someone's favorite teacher. Get your MFA and unleash your inner poet. Or what about a master's in business administration, finance, or marketing research? Well, honestly, I'm not sure what you can get with those degrees, but I bet it pays really, really well. Application for all master's programs are on a rolling basis. For more information, visit plu.edu slash graduate to learn more. PLU, for the next step in your career. And we're back. Please consider supporting Channel 253 with a monthly or annual membership. Go to channel253.com backslash membership. It's totally worth it. So now that we're back here, uh, let's go ahead and distribute some cookies. Cookie, Last time we met, Christmas we distributed cookie distribution. Heck of coal. So okay, we can had I, can I say, briquettes. We had fistfuls of coal. A truck like full of, of coal. Dollars. I have to say though, I, uh, lately I've been watching these Instagram videos of people making those like really fancy Christmas cookies with like royal icing, where they like flood the top of the cookies and then decorate them like super fancy. You guys need to check this out. You've been it's watching bananas. this on YouTube. Like, no, like Instagram. Great, oh, 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 yeah, great British baking show scenario Just, or some kind yeah, of. Thing. Yeah, exactly. So just picture the cookies we are distributing right now are the be- most beautiful Instagram cookies. 
They're so oh, yes. perfect. They're little Santas, mm. they're little snowflakes, they're little glitter little paint pearl. on them, little my, pearls. My, my so grandma cute. would, she makes a cream wafer cookie, mm. so it's, it's the oh. two with the pink frosting and the silver ball on top. Oh, that's an scenario. That is God. nice. That's uh, fancy. My mom went nuts and hand-painted a bunch of cookies this Whoa. year. Whoa. Like with a paintbrush? I think I saw that on Instagram. Yes, with a paintbrush. Oh. They were gorgeous. Oh my God, they were Here's the, the thing. If it's so beautiful, I don't want to eat it. I yep. just want to look at it. I know. You know well, what? I want to see I want to see Hope make some of the hand-painted cookies <laughs> on our YouTube channel. <laughs> on, on my Hope Fails. My I feel like it's a like my drunk kitchen kind of thing where it's like, yeah, but I'm not Hope drunk. Like, Boy, I am not I'm sober and I'm going to try crafts. I'm crafting sober. <laughs> I tell my students, crafting. you have to take healthy risks because you don't know when you're going to be good at something or when you're going to discover You should call it crafting that sober. Do. That would be really funny. Hashtag healthy risks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who deserves some cookies this holiday season? Um, well, the blue wave deserves some cookies. Mm. So there were a lot of really amazing um, women and people of color and um, for a minute, I didn't know what you were talking about. I was like, the we're win- by the ocean. The, but... No, the win- people uh, who, um, um, figuratively speaking, candidates who won in the November election who are bringing, Democrats. bringing a little got hope it. to the mm. hope to the scene here. And it's not all Democrats. I mean, some folks who are just like not terrible, you know, mm. that you're like, oh, wow, you're really cool. Like, so, um, yeah, just a lot of hopeful, hopeful things okay. going on in politics. So I feel like they deserve some cookies. Yeah, there's a def. there's at least I am saying this to myself, I look out and I'm like, there is some very forward-facing revolutionaries mm-hmm. who are like, yeah, I'm just doing this now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's really helpful. Yep. It's really yeah. helpful, especially when people elect them. And then you're like, oh, yeah. that's possible. Cool. That's great. Like, it's yeah. just, it, yep. it, they deserve some cookies. Yep. Great. Most of my cookies, I think all of them come from Twitter. Um, oh. I've been on Twitter for a decade now. You know, it's weird Twitter anniversary. Early adopter. <laughs> Well, and I have a very curated timeline. So, like, my my people are my people. And yeah. I, I always feel really happy when it's, like, some horrible thing happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or a big mess happened over here. And then my Twitter timeline is not even talking about it. I'm like, yeah. that's right. Perfect. This is how we can do it. It only takes a decade. <laughs> <laughs> to get it just right. So I found almost all of the people that I would give cookies to via Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, So... Some heterosis white dudes who did a pretty good job this year. Chris Evans and Axel Rose. Hey. Okay. I mean, Axel Rose coming out of nowhere with like a very competent Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. You're like, hmm. Oh. And an insistence on using, you know, how Guns and Roses has the N with the apostrophe. <laughs> he will N apostrophe anything he can Aww. consistently. Oh. On it's brand. Adorable. That's He's very amazing. on brand. That's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, both of them really coming out with like strong, progressive authentic rants. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that. That's awesome. I like that in a hetero white dude. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Most definitely. Yeah, there's a few really that the deserve some cookies. I, like. I agree with that, especially when they get on to some of the, um, like, the arguments and just mm-hmm. step up and say, like, stop harassing these people. And so using their power for that is really amazing. There's yeah. a small group um, of <laughs> hetero white dudes that all sometimes message. I'm like, yay, did you all see this thread that was basically attacking this person of color? Like, they don't need to be the ones fighting back or whatever. They don't need that more in their life. Um, and so they'll jump in and be like, hey, dude, you know, and like, <laughs> yeah. speak white dude, bro dude stuff. It's really yeah. great. Oh, great. I yeah. like that. The uh, activating your, your like little hetero white army. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you go do this now. Yeah. And, and they're well, like, sometimes I'll they message each other too. They'll be, and so I'll yeah. see kind of like one of them will see the post. Like, I'm thinking about Grant Ruby, Steve Kettleson, Mark Heinzman. There's a few yeah. folks that are pretty jump good. Jump on there. Mm-hmm. Prossers. Yeah. 
I hope do you have a do you have a cookie you want to distribute or um well box of cookies <laughs> box of cookies so one great thing I think that's happening uh, I mean Katie can probably speak to this more because of all your film background but I just think there's been some really amazing films that have come out this year and just people doing some great work when it comes to helping us reimagine um, who we care about and think about so I, I we were talking earlier before the show Queer Eye the re envisioning of that came out yeah and you know lots of people crying over that show <laughs> and it's not for everybody but I, I do appreciate like they are taking some steps to make a more diverse team of of men on mm-hmm. that show and just like the kinds of things that they wrestle with I appreciate that they're making um, making moves to talk about that in a public way yeah. so and I was worried about that being really um, because you know reality TV is so um, polished right when they're done with it uh, I was worried about you know there was one episode with a trans man and they were trying you know I was worried that that would be treated in a way that was very like tokenizing or weird, and then it wasn't. Um, and actually, the the guy who they did the the makeover for later said that that experience was that he wished that everyone could just see all the footage that they did because mm. the, those guys are so genuine and they're so like mm. caring, and they like there was never a time where he felt like that um, they didn't weren't there just to like just out of like love. And I'm like, God, that world needs more of that. Can we have all the queer mm. eye forever? Seriously. Um, Another uh, thing on my list was, this is another political one, but March for Our Lives mm-hmm. happened this year, which is really mm-hmm. weird that that happened in 2018. Because 2018, I feel like this year's been really long. But, like, <laughs> just the fact Seriously. that, like, young people are um, getting into politics that are caring about something like it was, yesterday was, or day before was the sixth anniversary of this shooting at Sandy Hook. Mm-hmm. And so it's just one of those things, like, seeing young people, like, care and... Um, and I know young people care. That's the thing. Like I work with with teenagers, and so I'm like, yeah, obviously they care, but they kind of mobilizing in a way that's really powerful. I think it's awesome. So they deserve all the cookies. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to jump back a little bit, yes, um, because the queer eye thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, thinking back over this incredibly long year, queer eye was very important to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did not realize that until I really thought so about it. So important. Um, and I wanted to we're we're gonna be a little bit all over the board. So here's here's the train of thought. So there are a couple <laughs> podcasts that were very yeah. important to me this year. Um, one of my favorites is Who Shot Ya, which is a um, movie film critic podcast. Mm-hmm. Very fun. They're awesome. Um, and so that's one thing. It's mm-hmm. not connected to Queer Eye. And then yeah. um, Keep It, which comes from the Crooked Media guys. Mm. Um, I love Crooked Media. Yeah. Yeah, they do some. They, they do some stuff. They're working on it. Yeah. So Keep It is hosted by Ira Madison the Third, mm-hmm. and uh, he had Karamo from Queer Eye on. Oh yeah. And that particular interview um, was really inspiring mm-hmm. and enlightening. And the kind of work that Karamo does—that he's, you know, what they, he's like in charge of culture or whatever. But he's yeah. like, he's kind of a trained. Like he's a therapist. Yeah. And yeah. he's so he for him, his role on Queer Eye is really about mental health mm-hmm. and and some of that self care element. Mm-hmm. And part of it, like um facing things like toxic masculinity. Yes. And like he did yeah, so yes. And he is just And just the fact that they're even talking about that I think is such a change from the previous yeah. version mm-hmm. or iteration. So he's a he's a super interesting guy, but the conversation between Ira Ira and mm-hmm. Karamo is worth going back and finding and okay. just spending some time with it because it they go through a lot and they go really deep mm-hmm. and I loved it. So, That's awesome. awesome. Okay. Yes. Podcasts. Awesome. Uh, other things? Well, um, 
we were taking turns, but I would like to go oh. again if that's okay. Um, <laughs> Laverne Cox was the first mm-hmm. trans woman to be on the cover of Cosmo, Yay. which is amazing and wonderful. Um, and way pa- way past due. So that was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, really appreciated Ellen Pompeo giving white people like here's how we ally mm-hmm. this is what we do mm-hmm. this is what we call out when we go in rooms mm-hmm. um so she's doing a lot of really cool work i appreciate um pompeo <laughs> um i was gonna give some cookies uh to white nonsense roundup and so just the work that they're doing on oh, facebook yeah. and on twitter um <laughs> in terms of rounding up caucasity yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing and calling it out and so it's not perfect they're not perfect but um, they definitely have done some really hard work that needs to be done. And so cookies for you. Absolutely. Mm. I got some cookies for the New York Times, even though they do a lot of things that are really problematic in S-H-I-T-T-Y, as I sometimes say to the kids when I don't want to swear. Um, <laughs> I that should do that. They, you should. Just spell it out. It's so funny. They they It takes them a second to realize, like, in their head, like, that I mental C-E- calculation of like, S-C-R-E. Oh, you said a bad word. But you spelled it, so it's not as bad. So the New York Times sometimes sucks a lot. But they did a project this year that was really interesting, which was... So historically, they have not printed the obituaries of mm-hmm. notable women. They've like had this yeah, he- right. extreme bias towards like, imp- like important dead white men when they do their obituaries, and so there are women like Ida B. Wells, who yeah. never had an obituary in the New York yeah, Times, that's right. and so and like Ada Lovelace never had an obituary in the New York Times, and so the New York Times like is going back and writing obituaries for the women that they neglected to write obituaries for which it seems like a small thing but it's kind of and it's it's not it's like a big deal it's like we we messed up and we're trying to make it right and we can't go back in time to make it right but look at these amazing women and what they did and it's Mm -hmm. like it's it's really cool and they're adding like new ones um, every few days I think so it's it's a big project and it's really cool so I recommend checking it out um, we did talk about Lena Dunham last time. Mm, yeah, sure, sure did. Back. In between that, <laughs> hey, the yeah. article from Where Your Voice May, yes. fuck Lena Dunham and the and the horse. She uh, wrote the in the white on. feminist horse that she yes, wrote in on. Um, so good. Uh, so I would like to particularly thank uh, Sharonda J. Brown and mm. Laura White or Laura Laura Witt who wrote that article. Yep. Yeah. Um, because really examining. Um, my own white feminism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a big ass project, and there's been a lot mm-hmm. of at least I'm so what I'm recognizing in my own life is that I have spent a lot of time apologizing hmm. for other white women, mm-hmm. um, or not figuring out a way to to address systemic mm. like how we how we are continuing to um, uplift oppression. Mm-hmm. Um, as white women, mm-hmm. and then fe- just feeling this like desperation on like I mean we know this like we know fifty three percent of white women yeah. voted for Donald Trump, yep. mm-hmm. and so then it becomes this like I don't know what to do about those white ladies, yeah, um, because I don't want to be a person who's tearing other women down. Right. But what was so um, enlightening about that particular article was like, no, you may, mm-hmm. <laughs> in fact, you should, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you. You addressing directly and and talking to other white women about their role in holding up patriarchy and oppression Mm -hmm. um, is not you being a bully. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
mm-hmm. <laughs> it's you working on you doing your actual work dismantling mm-hmm. this you know patriarchy and and racism and mm-hmm. like so yeah. just do it and don't feel bad yeah. don't not, none of us need to be like but Ann Coulter's a woman yeah it's <laughs> no she's a tool she's a tool yeah. of oppression yeah and we I'm can really call glad her you that. that up. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's such an interesting point, right? We've talked about it really just goes to the point of like the intersection of living, right? And so how do we I've often wondered that myself, like I you know, I don't want to perpetuate like certain kinds of shaming or whatever, but yeah. I'm also like no, if, no, if we're also in this position, <laughs> yeah. right, where we have this privilege and we have this ability to say and to call it out. And so we should be responsible to do that. Yeah. In our yeah. own lives with our friends, um on social media, wherever it is, right? And when you really look at how that system has been constructed, like this system very specifically to maintain these kinds of um, like patriarchy and yeah. and like our systems of oppression. Yep. And then when you see like when I looked at myself and realized, wow, the fact that I have internalized that I can't tell another white woman that she is being racist or sexist. Mm-hmm. Um is this other level of insidious, yeah. like how yeah. I have, yeah. how I have been a tool of it, um, was really it was just really helpful. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, awesome. There it is. Oh, I can no, yeah. and I'm not a bully. Yeah, and you, no. and then really this like weaponizing of the word bully too, right. particularly yeah. when yeah. we're talking about our peers. I'm like, no, I'm not bullying another mm-hmm. white woman when mm-hmm. I tell her what she's doing is racist and she needs to stop. Well, there's also yeah. the, it's power dynamic, right? So you yeah. have similar power. And so yeah. when you're calling out power, it's it's not a bullying situation, right? Yeah. We actually, um, Annie and I just presented at the Teaching Equity Conference. Uh, Which in, was so fun. Yeah. And that, that conversation came up and I found myself having a, a mini rant um, about that, particularly because we were talking about um, D'Angelo's piece came up there and that's we're reading that for IWL mm-hmm. um, hashtag read less basic and she has a whole um, chapter in there around this idea of like how why like white women are especially positioned to call out some of this work some of this problem right with white supremacy mm-hmm. because of our power and how we benefit and how we perpetuate the system mm-hmm. and at the same time that's also why it's so disappointing when you see other women and white women doing this um, just benefiting from it and, and um, getting trapped and mm-hmm. like caught up in the lies of, you know, we can't call each other out or yep. why, you know, why it's so powerful. Like when white women say like, hey, let's just not put white women on TV mm-hmm. or, you know, let's not just worry about the ones that are missing. Like we should worry about other women that are missing too, yeah. a woman of color or whoever it is. Yeah. yeah. And 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 the idea that we must maintain this level of solidarity with all women yes. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Being yeah. able to to free yourself of that yeah. and say that's not an infighting is not bad it's how we evolve it's how revolutions mm-hmm. happen when we're really examining mm-hmm. at a deep level what, where our conflicts are and working on pulling those apart and moving forward mm-hmm. we have to do that within our own mm-hmm. silos so i just heard this um thing this week where basically there's you know online there's these different forums for teaching communities and so there's one about ap human geography and oh, so yeah. uh, a white woman posted you know i'm teaching ap human geography which is about the study of people and cultures and and movement and uh, it's a pretty amazing course and she's like i want to talk about races because that's one of the categories in the in the textbook and one of the things they're expected to cover and she's like you know which terms should i use and she literally wrote mongoloid negroid and some of the other what's the other there's other oids that are in there that are part of like the three race theory, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Your face, exactly. And basically, I so, I, <laughs> all of my AP human geo friends ugh. were like, holy crap. Like, first of all, I can't believe this lady is 
teaching, right? And two, she write, she's writing this, you know, and asking people. On the other hand, you're like, well, I'm glad you're asking because that's revealing asked, what's yeah. going on here. And then it was just interesting to see like 90 some people <laughs> replying to her. Yeah. And some were a little, you know, a little like beating around the bush as you were kind of talking about. But I was talking in particular with uh, another white woman. I was like, this is where you like you teach the co- content. Yeah. You're a white woman. Like jump in jump there in and there. say and talk yeah. about why it's not OK to talk about race in this way. And like, hello, read a book on race theory like that. Right. <laughs> that we don't talk like that also, anymore. Also, like where did you what see you, like were you what were you in the <clears throat> Yeah. We're in the book section at an antique store. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what you, somehow. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's the thing. So, that's like, later, out of control real quick. <laughs> she posted this thing later on where she's like, "I'm, you know, I'm really sorry if I offended anybody with the terms I use, but I just, you know, I was apparently things have really changed since I was in school. I'm they like, sure Girl, have. Yes, you they talking? have. You're, have no, you been oh, using them since she? you were in school? Because <laughs> yeah. no one mentioned to you that those are not a thing. Like, yeah, lady. What are you talking about? And I can't believe you're in front of kids oh talking gosh. about race in this way. But yeah. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully she she learned. Learned a few things and um, it's not yeah. damaging kids. Knock on wood there. Oh, man. Yeah. So other cookies, um, people that deserve cookies. I mean, okay, this is a small cookie, like just like a... You're like, here's half a cookie. Like a nibble, but like... like um, a little truffle, maybe. A little something. A little um, tea cookie. I just kind of like love Ariana Grande, mm-hmm. uh, which Katie uh, enlightened <laughs> me is not Latina. Um she, um, just because she had this She's whole just thing, a this very year. tan white woman. I don't. I just didn't know that. I feel like very like now I know the information. I feel very empowered. Um, <laughs> but like she, um, just because she she was kind of badass this year in terms of being like um, just taking control of this narrative about relationships and saying like this her song yeah. like thank you next and like. Um, just I just like I just think she's cool. She's young and she's independent and she's a badass and that that was fun. She yeah. was fun. Awesome. I totally agree. Couple more cookies. Oh gosh, do I have any more left? Um, I definitely do. Yeah, get through them. Adam Rippon, the um, figure skater. You guys, the Winter Olympics oh. were in 2018. Can you believe? Oh my that? god, that's this true. year yeah. was so long. I cannot <laughs> handle it. Black Panther was this year, right? right. Black Panther that's came out this year. Right. Love Simon came out in 2018 that's too, crazy. which I'm just like a gay story with a happy ending. Oh my god, that's yeah. incredible. Um, so like, like. I just um, Adam Rapon. I realized all mine are very like queer. Also, I think because it was late, and I was just sort of like, "What is that? What are the things that I know really well?" Um, So then Adam (laughs) Rapon, you guys, it's actually really rare for people to be openly gay in the Olympics, Mm -hmm. Mm. and so Adam Mm -hmm. Rapon being one of the one of the first, and not not openly gay like. Who was the one from the early 90s or early 2000s who was a gay male figure skater? He didn't come out until after the Olympics. His Olympic career was over. And now he's like a commentator for the Mm. Winter Olympics. Um, I can't remember his name, but Johnny something. I'll look it up, yeah. Anyway, so Adam Rippon comes into the Olympics. I'm gay. I'm proud of being gay. And I'm a male figure skater. And there is nothing that you could ever say that would make me be ashamed of who I am. And it's just like, whoa, that's so cool. Like, if I had seen an openly gay Olympian when I was a kid, like, imagine how that changes, Huge. like, visibility matters, right? So, and the other one's um, Gus Kenworthy, who was an Olympic snowboarder, openly gay Olympic snowboarder. Cool. Yeah, and he's just, like, really, yeah, really cool. Awesome. And, like, I mean, just, like, a cool person. He, his Twitter is amazing. Like, I mean, just these, like, openly gay Olympians just made me really happy this year. It was awesome. Yeah. Um also, another movie that came out this year that was really important was Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was another one that was kind of like groundbreaking. Um, and oh yeah, I have one giant cookie, like one of those like pizza sized cookies. Sure. For okay. um, this is recent news, but like the Mueller investigation, it's kind of like the bazooki. 
cookies yeah. from BJ's. <laughs> yep. In college, we'd be yep. we'd be like, oh, let's pull together our corners yep. and go down to BJ's. You know, Southern California sure. and like Orange County area. Get a cookie and then that's bigger you'd be than like your five face. white girls sitting at BJ's, like all like, which just also the name. I just was yes. like really disturbed by that, but whatever. And we'd be sitting there eating cookies, mm-hmm. like all trying to share one, but secretly we all just wanted one ourselves. One giant cookie. Yeah. yeah. Is it a cookie or is it like a dessert pizza? Uh, it's a cookie. In a yeah. pizza pan okay. with ice cream on top. Oh, that's even better. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And you can get one that's yeah. the size of a large pizza and it has <laughs> yeah. like three different flavors of the cookies. Yeah. But that's I'm a just huge like fan gluttonous. of dessert pizza. Yeah. I mean, like with the strudel topping and like the, the icing and stuff, so good. But the the Mueller investigation and the for the promise hey. that public officials and their handlers can and will be held accountable for the things they've done wrong, which is just like you get the biggest cookie. And I don't know if it's to Robert Mueller or if it's just to like Lady Justice, but like I just feel like very I feel like I'm feeling like Michael Cohen can sit in prison for three years and then I will. Um, no cookies for him. Um, just cookies for everybody who's who are like doing the right thing. Yeah, a couple of um, folks on social media said that we should also give cookies to Ronan Farrow for all the reporting. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. That's that's yep. Um, and then also Janelle Monet. Oh, yeah. Mm. Dirty Computer. That yep. came out in 2018. Oh, yeah, my God. And then somebody else also wanted to give some cookies out to um, just all those people that are working uh, with our kids all the time and helping yeah. um, helping just make things better through education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that um, the one about Harvey Weinstein and like that reporting, um, just the like the Me Too movement and where it went this year is really, uh, really important also. I don't know. I just feel like really it's like there were a lot of really good things Great that year. happened. Any final cookies, Katie? Oh, gosh. I mean – it is really interesting. This year, um, because I spent a lot of time with movies, mm-hmm. um, I started this year at Sundance, and that's where I saw mm-hmm. um, Sorry to Bother You and Blind Spotting yeah. and Night Goes On and Skate Kitchen and The Writer and Never Going Back. And all of these films shared stories I'd never seen on screens mm-hmm. before. Um they were all directed by women and people of color mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, it felt like we're doing something new now. Mm-hmm. We're not doing what we were doing before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we're not just going to keep only giving funding to old yeah. white dudes to make yeah. more movies from only their perspective. Mm-hmm. And it was super, super exciting. And then to see those movies be released throughout the year and and an eighth grade, which although it is made by a white person, really centers like young, nerdy, white girl adolescent mm. experience. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that you never, ever yeah. see mm-hmm. um, and really honoring that, like mm. honoring her struggles, her anxiety and finding who she is. There were so many tremendous movies this year <laughs> that like were just like. Yes, the future is here. <laughs> yeah. Like we're doing this so now. Cool. Like so we're cool. that's awesome. We can be. I mean, and there were all, plenty of terrible, horrible movies too. But <laughs> right, we didn't have to watch yeah. them. Yep, <laughs> right. Yep. They didn't have to get any money. Many of them did. But yeah, I think I mentioned uh, the movies that I mentioned were like big, big production films, and I'm glad you brought up those. The films that are being made that don't necessarily get wide release in like giant movie theaters, but are so important. Yeah, they're so important. Well, and I just love that. I don't know, maybe it's my algorithm, but Netflix. I'm finding more things on Netflix, mm. right, that reflect that as well. So I think about is it um, to all the boys I've ever loved, oh my God, and just I like some it. different amazing shows that are coming out to to say like 
this is America, this is like the world and just giving even giving a more global perspective. Like I think about all the films um, or all the series and shows that are on Netflix in regards to um, just bringing a different perspective. Right. Whether it's from uh, Mexico or Spain or other just other Mm -hmm. countries. And it's like, yes, we are. It's bigger than our this one lens of this one story that we have to tell. This is America also came out in 2018, by the way. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. Yes. 2018 was a yeah. big year. Dang. Yeah. All right. Guilty favesies. Guilty favesies. Interchangeable. White ladies. Gosh, what do we Mine even have left? Definitely <laughs> Instagram lately <laughs> because I got into Okay, I already had an Instagram account, but I got d- kind of armpits deep in it because I <laughs> I started watching Riverdale and so then I oh, was no. like yeah and so then that's a whole rabbit hole of like shame time no no absolutely not don't shame me I <laughs> no. don't shame the things I love um Riverdale um I, I got resist. into all the kind of the um fan the fan and like s- Riverdale sl- adjacent like Instagrams and then when I did that I realized that like Instagram's amazing which I knew, I knew that but I remember when I had Stella Keating on the show and she was like oh yeah I'm I'm super that was her guilty phase yeah. I'm super into Instagram and I was like yeah Instagram Instagram but it was like that week that I was like maybe Stella's on to something and I started like going back on Uh-oh. Instagram and there's this account in her called, middle school Annie yeah seriously there's this um, I mean celebrity yeah. Instagrams makeup tutorials I really enjoy because people do this crazy like costume makeup which is so fun like for the holidays the cookie tutorials like how to do this crazy cookies i'm also really into have um, you seen the rupaul cat no what <gasps> rupaul is, cat okay i just found out about this last week oh my gosh um there is a woman who has a cat that she dresses up in cat versions of like the winning looks from rupaul's drag race are you serious it's out Outrageous. That's amazing. It's, I, and I don't Definitely understand this Definitely linking that in the show notes. Definitely oh going, my. Right? Yeah, so a bit of Google there. It's, this is pretty and, fantastic. And this cat Lots of is color. So, she's so fierce and she's fine with it. <laughs> Aww. The, the cat is just like, fierce I'm just cat. doing this. The cat is so into it. That's she so loves sweet. it. She lo- the cat loves the wigs. She loves the... It's Wow. I don't know. What I don't a, know how this happens. What a nice cat. So get... If you're going to... Oh, my gosh. That is so great. <laughs> We're looking at pictures now. You, Everyone needs to go see this. RuPaul. RuPaul. Uh, RuPaul. Uh, it's as far so as funny. I know the only cat that is a drag queen. That's that amazing. That's so great. My last the Instagram thing is Hiking Bangers, which it, um, <laughs> is Hiking Bangers is... Um, sounds really it inappropriate sounds super for the inappropriate, <laughs> But listen, it's not. It's just pictures, <laughs> uh, epic pictures of landscapes that people take when they go hiking. Oh, cute. And it's like... To, if you're having a bad a, is day, that a hashtag? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe um, I I'll pull it up in a, in here in a sec. We can look at some. But hiking bangers really is just like these incredibly beautiful vistas, and a lot of them are in Banff and like in Scandinavia and fjords, and you're just like, oh, well, you get kind of wanderlust, and then it's just beautiful, and it makes you feel like Mother Earth is amazing. And anyway, so Aww. it's a it's a good good rabbit hole to go down. So that reminds me of my guilty favesy, which um, I don't know if I want to confess to, but I'll go ahead and do that. Uh, It's simply, you know how you get those weird pop-up ads that are like, look at this dress or look at this weird brand that you've never heard of and you should like peruse their weird Christmas clothing or whatever. (laughs) And so I've definitely um, you know, clicked on a few of those, which then Mm -hmm. like perpetuates the cycle. So now I'm getting more ridiculous ads, right? And I'm like, oh, look at this. Like I recently bought (laughs) these these little tiny, um, basically 
literally like you put your silverware in them, but they're like little Santa hats. So they're like Aww, miniature Santa hats. So cute. Right? They're so cute. So I was like, oh, I need no, six wait, of these. On. They're what? only 40 cents. <laughs> so you what? So you put a hat on silverware? Yeah, except you put it underneath it's it. For so the holidays. it's like, like there and you you tuck in your silverware. <laughs> it's so kind of like, like a napkin. It's like, it's like napkin art, except it's like Santa uh-huh. hat. That's so cute. For sure. So it's like fully, it's an anti-function. Oh, it's yeah. Like now, it's just cute. Now silverware is trapped <laughs> in a hat yes. that I can't use as a napkin. No, of yeah. course not. It's just for cuteness. And I can't put just on my own head. And I was like, it's 40 cents a piece. Like, that's so cheap. That's <laughs> Why fine. would I not buy that? Oh, my God. And so, wow, and then the I other thing I bought, so there was much. a dress that was like $18. And I was like, this dress should be really ugly or not. And it looked super cute on the model. So I was like, oh, I just got carried away and I bought it. And then I um, got it finally last week. And it was definitely made out of like sandpaper um, kind of material, like super uncomfortable uh it looks pretty from afar of course and then i put it on and it's like okay so it's really lacy on top but i put it on and like the lace does not cover up the things that i should be covering oh, no. <laughs> the, the, the bottom part of the dress has these like lace panels in between you know like the regular fabric and i'm like who in their right mind wants lace paneling that high up <laughs> like it is a very scandalous so like, dress we made a, we made a dress but you must wear a slip Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, but it's like not fitted for a slip. So it's a very weird, but you can't, I mean, I can't go in public with it. So wow. maybe, maybe in some other kinds of parties, but not the kind of parties There's a, there's so a, a website called Wish, which I've never, oh, yes, I've never. That's, I've, that's what it's, ta- that's okay. the kind of website I've it is, never yeah. been on there, but <laughs> there are these people on, who on who make yeah. YouTube videos about unboxing their like, their random Wish hauls. And it's like some, like this yeah. one lady got like, I got five really cheap wigs from Wish. Let's see how crappy they are. And they're, the videos are hilarious. She's yeah. like, wow. Yeah. It also kind of makes you feel bad because I'm like, that $20, I was like, oh, it's not that much. But then I'm like, that 20, $20 bucks I could have done like. Yeah, a gift card for somebody that like actually needed it, right? Or right. like, um, I was thinking about our last episode. We were talking about adopting a family, and like, right. there's just a lot yeah. of things that you know. So trying to trying to balance that out. Guilty faves, Katie. Oh my gosh! So I'm gonna challenge the whole concept of guilty faves <laughs> because I was like, oh god, I do a lot of stuff that I'm like, that's real embarrassing. But then I tweet about it and I tell everyone. Sure. Yeah. So that's how to offset the the guilt. I just for me. I just it's very hard for me to ever feel guilty about yeah. anything. Good job. That's um, good. I was well trained. Like mm. I had a very uh, guilt ridden mother, mm-hmm. and she really didn't want us to grow up feeling guilty. So I just really don't about anything. Yeah, that's good. So good job, thank you, ma'am. Um, I would say that it's not. So it's not guilty. It's just what it is. Um, it's it's a thing. <laughs> we call that, the segment. It is what it is. It, it is, is what it is. It is for me, and probably not for you. That's funny. We could. It could be that. It's yeah. a lot of that. Um, I love uh, choral music, mm, and oh, yeah. if you ever want to see a kind of music to put on with a room of people that people are like, why? Why? No mm-hmm. one wants this. Yeah. Like you can't play it anywhere. I can only play it for myself. Yeah. <laughs> Personal. Quiet time. That's awesome. Music. That's awesome. That is it. No, no one else is going to be like, oh, it's, I'm so happy this is happening right now. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. And only you only go to choral music concerts out of obligation. <laughs> I know that there. I am the person mm-hmm. who's like, yay, choral music. But then if I don't know anyone in the choir, mm-hmm. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> who's this for? 
but I also love singing in a choir. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to go with choir stuff. Choir stuff. I love <laughs> um, that. I will be singing in a choir Yay. on Monday. That's <laughs> awesome. That's right. I feel like you should read that book. Do you ever hear about the seven lively sins? It's like oh, the cute. it's a counterpart to the seven deadly sins, which is that you should embrace all of the the deadly sins in order to like have a happy life and live your best life. Yeah, live your best life. Hashtag yellow. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but it's like um, gluttony is like you should enjoy good food. Like don't you know feel guilty or bad about your life. Heck yeah, they're good. Right. It's a good book. Sounds like you're in the do your fudging homework. I am and do your fudging homework. Um, do your fudging. Homework. Interchangeable. White ladies! And I don't remember what my homework was, so I need to think about... Scrolling. Oh, scrolling. boy. Katie, you got your homework? Oh, nope. boy. Awesome. Oh, boy. Hey, I feel like I have to watch No homework. No homework. I know. Oh, no homework over winter break. Um, I was just thinking... <laughs> and he's like, I don't believe in that. I was just thinking about... Um, well, what I wrote down for myself was that um, just trying to make the world a better place, like, in, hall- in 2019. I was kind of riding high from our, like, our cookie distribution... Like, even writing about it before we got here, like, just taking some notes, I was like, yeah, I feel really great. I'm going to mm-hmm. try to, to make the world better by supporting some LGBTQ plus youth organizations in and around Tacoma. Because there's some yep. really great stuff happening. Oasis and I really Center. Wanna, yeah. Want to help. So My purple um, umbrella. Yeah. So many good ones. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of great stuff going on. So maybe that can, should that be all of our homework so that yeah. we don't get overwhelmed over I, break? I, I, but I think, I think like, like, speaking your gratitude. Yep. Um, yeah. If you love someone, tell them. Yep. Um, because then just everything feels better. Mm-hmm. Don't wait. Tell them now. Yeah. I really appreciate being here with you guys. This is yeah. super Katie, fun. I really appreciate being here with you, too. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Um, and all that good stuff. Bye. 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 The Interchangeable White Ladies podcast is reading a book. A book. We're going to read White Fragility. By Robin D'Angelo. Please pick up your copy at King's Book yep. or your favorite local bookstore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, get it soon because you need to read it by the end of November. Otherwise, you're going to fail this assignment. <laughs> Go ahead and read it. Post comments online. Yep. Use the hashtag ReadLessBasic. Read less basic. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Do you know that that's why, that's why <laughs> the Danish are so happy is because they have low expectations. And then if you thought I you were good no at your life, expectations oh, yeah. that I would be good at titty tassels. <laughs> Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. We, we fly, fly Alaska. Alaska. Book your next flight on alaskaair.com. This is Channel 253.